Wrestling Brain is filmed in front of a live audience and can be found on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. Come join us Wednesdays immediately following Dynamite to share your opinions or just hang out with some fun guys. And if you are listening to this podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, give us five stars, anything you can to help promote the show. And if you do this, you could be one of the many, many, many people who are saying Wrestling Brain. <laughs> okay. They said it could not be done. But we are back here doing it. You are rocking with the Wednesday Come Night on. A show. The Zoobs, the man of 100 likes and Mr. 50K. Jock me the AE double dudes. Wrestle 23 Brains. Wrestle 23 Brains. I can't speak. <laughs> what's the, what the hell's going on? This is Dynamite. <laughs> These are the sound of the We've got so much going on. This is the action of a Dynamite as big as this. There's nowhere to be but here if you were here for the first time we'd love you hit that follow button show us what you know you're, 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 you're a good first impression you see the zoom you see me you say this is a good thing hit that follow button you're not going to regret it because we're gonna have an all-time episode of AEW tonight. it's not right Zoobs. Yeah, holy smokes already already feeling the screen vibes we packed it we knew we knew it was going to be a huge dynamite, so we packed a huge A double dudes, brand Come new on. game. All right, a new segment Good is coming tonight. Come on, uh, we're, <laughs> we're back, we're back in business on the show. I, I we're, we're through the Zoops. summer, all the Omega. all the all the stars are back CM Punk, John Moxley, Brian Danielson, fucking Kenny Omega in the main event. Shit is ready to go. I'm fucking excited. This is huge. And maybe a tease of the one remaining star yet to return on this show? Come on. Mm, we'll talk about it. Uh, an announcement late in AEW Dynamite. This had everything. You know what we're going to do here in a second. But first, I will ask for subscriptions. Because we have to beg for $3.99 that we're going to split between, let's be honest, the two of us. Come on. Even though there is producer Matt in the back. Uh, if you don't mind using your one Amazon Prime free Twitch subscription here. We would love it if you do so. We know you've got Amazon Prime. You can just link it with Prime Gaming. You get one free Twitch subscription a month. We would love... <laughs> yeah, the Kenny Omega should be popping all night. That's what I'm talking about. The best belt machine back in the damn house. And of course, we'll be talking about that uh, even in the main event Come of tonight's AEW Dynamite. A while to get there. Hello... To the damn Brainiacs in the chat. Zoobs, do you want to say hey to some of the subs before we get into the, the question asking? Sure. It starts with Brick Mittens, six months. Uh, Jay Iggs, 20 months. Corvax, 1266, seven months. BGTD podcast, 13 months. Well past the year mark. Uh, Danny DeRocha, our Portuguese brother. Eight months, eight months for no clue what this is. An anonymous gifter gifts out five. five oh, no. Years. Anonymous gifter. Oh my goodness gracious. Doug Crap, 16 months. Hot tuna for three months. Shaft top, 15 on. months. And then what can you even say about him? Hey, my name is Will. Right here. Are we talking Tai Chi? 25, a 25 bomb. That's in, that's insanity. Come on. Wait, for real? That's insanity. 25 Will, that's insanity. Subs from Will? Will, that's we already love you, Will. <laughs> I don't on. even know what to say. 
that's the single biggest thing anyone's ever done on the channel in that realm. Will, oh hell yeah, generous man. We we love you. Thank you so much. Good golly, emotional. Come on, Zoops. If I'm not mistaken, I think we've hit our sub goal for today. We could just. (laughs) <laughs> just turn this thing on we, i have the notes we could go through it but frankly i think we're we got a level five hype train. i didn't know we had that before at Come level on. five i think you unlock better programming <laughs> well you get the come on sound enough to you're getting your money's worth on the come on sound if that's <laughs> if you're craving come on and then you have gone. thank you so much is this gonna play 25 times matt 100 <laughs> is there a way to kill it no, that's that, that's this is the ride we are on with the with 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 the alerts. This is well. Don't worry, I've got the secret sauce. I'm smarter than any computer, and I'm about to damn well prove it because we are about to do what it is we do best around these parts. On a scale of one to seven, I'm going to ask. This is Nick with one being the worst, on. seven being the best. Big. I'm asking. Shout out <laughs> to my two gang members, Josh and Zeus. Hell Thank yeah, you, Nick Gage. Gage. Thank you, Nick Gage. Come uh, on. Uh, shout out to the nasty <laughs> casties who this program just gets less and less listenable every week for. <laughs> I'm going to ask you, the Brady X in the chat, on a scale of one to seven, with one being the worst and seven being the best, what did you rank tonight's Come episode on. of AEW Dynamite? You didn't spend money on the Zooms, but you did spend time. You know what I'm always saying about time Zooms? Cannot get it back. We've got to thank C. Seppa uh, for the resub on seven months. The anonymous gifter gifted a Come on. And Watch Style Pod Driver gifting five. So seven more gifted. Matty, play the song. Damn it, Matty. One, two, three. Come on. Five, six. Seven. Come on. One. Come on. Two. Three. Four. Oh my God. Five. Six. Seven. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Bobby Burrito is gifting out a community sub as well. Holy. Oh my heavens, Zoobs. Come on is right. And I think it means it's time for me to machine gun through the scores. If you, Zoobs, do. Oh my heavens. Oh my heavens. Come on. Zoobs, can I do it? You count me down three, two, one, and then I'm going to machine gun through as I do. I just want to thank the anonymous gifter for the gifted uh, to Renee Paquette. Appreciate that. Good. Good use of the gifted sub there. Uh, you can do the Kenny Omega bit. The sound alerts are just above the chat. If you're looking uh, on your on your phone on the chat, the sound alerts is a little buddy with earphones. Now, let's uh, not forget, I know her as former co-worker of the Zoos, Renee Paquette. That's true. It's a fact. See, that, I'm, not making, I'm not speaking out of school. That's just what happened. You were co-workers. Yes, that is true. Thank you for subbing, Renee Paquette. Come on. And a big come on to you. Here I go, Zooms. Count me down three, two, one. Despite the sound alerts, I'm going to machine gun all through these. You're going to be admiring it at the end. Count me down, my big brother. Three, two, one. Come on. Yes. <laughs> you knew it. You knew it. You knew it. Happened. You knew it. There we go. Try again. Here we go. I didn't put up, then. Here we go. Zoom. Count me down if you don't mind. Here we go. Come on. Hold it. <laughs> 
Three, two, one. Come on. <laughs> All right. You got to say go. Three, two, one, go. Cadenza with the seven, seven offensive with the seven. Hey, my name is Will with the seven. Six one three Tobias with the seven. Astral Beer with the seven. Jay Higgs with the seven. Am I doing this right with the seven? Paceball with the seven. Snake with the seven. Ninety Mac with the seven. Brick Mittens with the seven. Irish Rack twenty one with the seven. Nice point in line with the seven. Box style pile driver with the seven. America's so bad with the seven. Scoots Brodo. Corvax. Danny DeRosha with the seven. Cadenza <laughs> saying Sword and Shield. Uh, Danny McDawson with the seven. Qui Gon Jin and Juice with the seven. Kev Sell with the seven. Seven. One with the seven. BGDD podcast with seven. Leafer nineteen eighty four with the seven. Ashley Kutcher with the seven. E Prime with the seven. Triple and Guinness with the seven. Mitch Glass, C Supper on 55 with a seven, double X307 with a seven. Come on. Maddie in the back with a seven. New club with this is with a seven. Quite on Gin and Juice with a seven. Good friend Jake with a seven. Hard boiled Yeg with a seven. Obi-Wan Kabashi with a seven. Tompus W with a seven. Did they get Come it right? On. Yeah, this is the seven is seven that ever sevened in the history of sevens. This is this, this is the seven show. This is why we're here. This is what we're doing. This is why we thank. We thank everyone that we Come are on. able to do this show. The Brainiacs, seven all the way, seven from the seven from half an hour in, seven forty-five minutes in, seven an hour in, seven an hour twenty in, seven an hour and a half in, seven at the two-hour mark, wall to wall. Come on, seven. Putting it like poetry, like only these zoobs can. Sorry, more uh, scores rolled in after the wall of come-ons, of course. Uh, Bobby Burritos with a seven, Area Thrasher with a seven, Nice Boy Online with a seven, Giesbrecht with on. a seven. Doug Crap and a peachy tree with a seven. Danny DeRosha with a seven. Heart Note with a seven. Steak of Buns with a seven. Anfield Road with a seven. Uh, seventh offensive with the gifted two Effie lives. Come on. Uh, and Heart With a seven with their seven month sub. Seven months, really, How do I turn off show. the pop up ads on this site? Come you on. asking me? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Are pop up ads? Yeah, do, do you know what you, you know? Uh, maybe it's the sub uh, the sub alert going on over and yeah, over maybe again. That's it. He's and saying Tenderloin, hey. 16 months, currently on 15 month street with the sub. Shout out yeah, to my brother. I might Slack. have to uh I might have to shorten. <laughs> yeah, no more applause. All right. <laughs> what a wonderful Come episode on. of AEW Dynamite Zooms. I root the chat, those that know the numbers one to seven anyway, that this was a perfect episode of television. In fact, if you like wrestling, I think you would sort of stack this up against, at least for me, I only keep myself on. here, a, against like the, the good episodes of television period that I watch. Like if you stack this up against an episode of True Detective that I love or the rehearsal, like tonight's AEW Dynamite stacks up with the great television that I like. And I wouldn't say that about every episode of this show. They promised a big episode with this HBO tie-in and I think it could not have really delivered Come any on. harder. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. Straight up, straight up, a great episode of television to have on, and a great use of two hours. Oh my god! Thank you, and I'm a skipter for the gifted to Miro Twitch. Uh, Miro, on. now officially a Brainiac. Thank you, Miro. Uh, yeah, and uh, dreams are free. MF with the follow. Thank you. No, I mean, geez, amazing. Uh, the, the again, like I said, the, the reason that we we love to do this show we started on. doing this show it was four nights like this uh i'm absolutely thrilled can't wait to go through this oh my goodness surely this is the hypest train that's ever been on fucking rails no <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. we, we, we gotta be closing in on Come whatever on. that would be uh zoobs let's get into it maybe dynamite was such a success tonight 
because there was no horrible Wrestle dynamite theme to play us in. Wrestle the horrible music was replaced. Wrestle two thirty seven. Wrestle two thirty seven. The emotions. <laughs> Get read out. It's like, <laughs> so close. We have one more. We have one more. Let's this is go. the last one. I'm begging you. No more. Please stop subscribing to this Come channel. On. We don't want subscriptions or follows. We have no sound alert. Uh, Dreams of Free MF watching for the first time after hearing you on Block Party. Um, oh. <laughs> if you're familiar with Stefan at all, this is exactly, this is exactly normal. Thank you to whoever said that. I had such a gas over there with Stefan and John I, and Dan. I totally, if you are listening to this and you like, uh, you're a weekly viewer and you want to hear more of me talking, Check out the wonderful podcast, Block Party. It's a podcast about social media and rejection. And I was a guest this week talking about uh, my block with the big guy, Ryback. Excellent story. Out. I gifted to Jack Black from Shap Top, right? Shap oh. in the street giving out gifted. So much generosity tonight with the gifted subs. The streets are buzzing when Shap's out there gifting. There's no getting around that. Genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, thanks, everybody. That's... Uh, what a, a wave to ride. And I hope that those of you who are here for the first time, buckle up because you are about to see what the AEW dudes can do. These Zooms and I, you've seen some good cars, but you've never seen a car like this. We are a well-oiled machine and no one knows dynamite like us. The no horrible music this week. We get a, a Dragons and AEW mashup thing. I'm not a Game of Thrones guy. I haven't seen it. I probably won't watch the new one here either. But I actually thought this was kind of a sick video package to open things up. It's like, here's some soaring dragons and some members of our Come rock. Come on. Their finish here. Ooh, a cool open to the show. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to keep it with, with the <laughs> gifted to Ryback, officially now a Brainiac as well. Um, uh, yeah, I have to echo Danny DeRoche with a great episode. You were excellent. Uh, oh, thanks, dude. And, and Danny. It's very nice. Those guys make it so easy, you know. Who's funnier than those three? It's a, it's a gas to be on that show anytime. Uh, yeah um no uh pretty cool listen you this is the sort of mainstream crossover stuff that new york is always dying to have achieve uh and they're their aew is getting it. it's important it's sort of um listen you could have put it could it didn't have to be branded this week the show itself would, would have stood on its would have stood on its own but you have to be happy if you're on the other end of this brand, I don't want to talk too much about marketing departments, but geez. Uh, no, but it's worth bringing up. If you're HBO here, surely this was a buzzworthy enough episode that it feels worth absolutely. your investment, right? Absolutely. If your branding is on it, that matters to you at all. Come on. For sure. <laughs> Anonymous gifter gifting WWE. <laughs> we have no love for New York around here. I don't care what you numbskulls are saying about Triple H just turning this ship around. It looks like dog shit to me. That's what I got to say. I hope WWE subs. Give me money. Lord knows you've taken enough of mine over the years. Okay, Zooms. No horrible music, but an Angels choir might as well have been singing uh, up next here as CM Punk returns to AEW television. Cult of personality hits the speakers. The crowd is going wild. My living room is going wild. That's Midge and I. Uh, talk a little bit about just how missed CM Punk was for you on this show. As we see him enter and immediately he has the, the belt around his shoulder. The crowd's going wild. It's like, oh man, the punk man. He's really captivating, right? Like, you really want to catch everything he says. You really feel like everything, the, the programs that he gets into or the stuff that he is doing on a week-to-week -week is sort of the A-plot of the show when he's there. So, uh, Anonymous Gifter with five gifted. We're going to hear it. We're going to hear it five more times. You got to love it. These people who, who anonymously gift, Hearts don't you want the cachet? The, the, Hearts we'll, gold. And Come on. Hearts nice. gold, these folks. Um, 
unbelievable. Yeah, listen, CM Punk is the fucking chat amazing. is is rightfully reminding me, uh, good friend Jake and others in here that uh, and my, hey, my Come name on. is Will. That Drew did say wrestling on Raw this week, so right, of, course, of course, yeah. So it's not well, those shows have been great, right? What can you say? <laughs> um, no, listen, Punk is Punk is you're getting the A, you're getting the A character of the show back. You're getting a guy that everything feels like it has a ton of heat and everything is still really exciting and he's involved in and the and the mocks is immediately at a, a thousand degrees it's immediately the hottest thing you can't wait to see more of it uh it, Come it on. ruled the whole first hour of the show how effusive can i be in my praise sitting beside you the the master of praising cm punk you're you're kind enough to pass it to me i have to pass it back to you how do you feel coming back here and getting your cm punk fix back once again on wednesday nights so obviously the big rampage re-returns, the first dance is his best AEW promo, right? There's been maybe better ones that hit higher heights in different ways, but the the cornerstone one right now would be the return promo, just in scope. A couple of the MJF ones would be right up there, but I think MJF's uh, I'm actually your big fan is probably the single promo we pull away from that feud. I'm going to call what CM Punk did tonight his numbers promo. Uh, CM Punk tonight in his opening motherfucking soliloquy was talking about numbers and about he calls himself the best in the world but there is data to back that up he has been number one at plenty of times in his career but john moxley john moxley in the blackpool combat club he's the third best member of that thing and guess what this is the second time mox has been the third best guy in a faction he's the number three in his own group think of the guys he hangs out with eddie kingston that guy's the third best Eddie I've been in the ring with and the second best Kingston. <laughs> John Moxley won't even be the first John I beat in Chicago. Uh, he's going off uh, listing these things, calling, you know, Mox maybe number one in heart, but certainly not in ring. This rambling around the, the numbers and the, the only rankings that matter to me in AW is where Mox puts you, frankly. I thought this was momentous i can't wait to go back and watch it tomorrow uh, i'll be watching this i'm very fortunate that sometimes when we end this show the dynamite replay is starting on tsn out here so as right. i'm cooking dinner i get to watch the beginning of dynamite again this will be something that i cannot wait to see again i thought this promo was phenomenal he talks about how he's going to talk tonight about things that are important and not important he wants to start with the things that are not important hangman page you want your rematch come out right now i'm here hangman's nowhere to be seen presumably not even backstage at aw dynamite he'll, he'll run out for anything except to, to fight cm punk and you you go attack john hungry he's there let me tell you he won't he'll come he'll come calling the cm punk's calling that, him you he's find not that weird there. i found that much weird like it was it's a weird thing to do to hangman i feel like unless you're turning heel i guess that's true yeah it's, it's just like a weird thing to do it's like that's a weird thing to do hangman but i do I do like there. There's the subcurrent that like only three or only three or four people are like, I hate CM Punk, and they're like, it's it's Mox, it's Eddie, MJF, and Hangman. Everybody else is like, everybody else is like, I don't fucking like this guy, and I hate that he's here. I, I do enjoy that, but yeah, I just thought it was a weird, thought that was a weird thing to do. But I guess it, you know, as you say, you're turning into a shitbag heel. Uh, it's a great thing to do. It also sort of played to me, even if he isn't turning heel, as uh, almost a meta piece where he's like you, you want to be pushed why aren't you backstage right now like where's right. you were just the champion like what you need to be here i think maybe even taking he called and if you remember in the hangman punk feud he was lightly saying like you disappeared for for moments that needed to be this business needed you and i felt like this was maybe a bit of an echo or a callback to that but uh we'll see he talks a great deal of shit 
But then I'll say, disaffected, not worried about what this guy is saying. John Moxley walks out to answer this motor mouth. And I'll, I'll just say, Zoobs, this is easily the most I've ever written down about an opening se- sequence or segment. So I apologize if uh, I'm rambling on here, just in the name of recapping it. Any sort of cap you want to put on before this Mox entrance of, of Punk's delivery here and his, his pointedness at so many people on the roster? I was very interested to see how Mox was going to handle himself here because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, going toe-to-toe with, with Punk is not easy to do. Uh, but going toe-to-toe with Mox is not easy to do with with, with the... That slow burn, like intensity that he goes with, uh, the fiery way that he gets. It, it's interesting. It, it I was interested to see how that was going to mix. And uh, I loved it. I fucking love this. Totally agree with you. I'm going to jump into the chat and see what uh, people have been saying if they like this one as much as me. Yeah, Shaptop reads it as shitbag heel stuff as well. I thought both him and we'll talk about the Mox side of this promo, obviously, but I felt both him and Mox were sort of flirting with that both sides of that a little bit today. Nice boy online. Also going to the numbers promo, our boy Juice, the first best Twitch show. Talking about CM Punk's second best promo in AEW, about Mox being the third best member of the BCC. Uh, as usual, Juice, Juice saying it so well. Uh, Jay, oh goodness, Jay's been, we'll talk more about Toronto in a little bit here, but all the, all the thanks in the world already to our pal Jay in the chat, who's always making great points and saying, Check Yov's Hangman. Zoobs, do you think there's anything to this? Is this, we're going to get Hangman answering this uh, next week? Maybe this is our answer. Maybe I'm jumping ahead further than I would like to here. Maybe we'll just leave it at that, and then we can sort of expound on Hangman future involvement uh, in a couple minutes here. It's a chin scratcher for sure. Area Thrasher pointing out maybe Hangman was out catching butterflies and sewing them to his jeans. I thought I thought those hey. jeans were great. He, yeah, it was awesome. Should but I get butterflies yeah. in this thing? Well, you could pull off anything. No, stop. stop it. Look at you. Look who's talking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out saying the poll. Oh, yeah. Okay. But anyway, jumping ahead. Mox comes out and he's playing the like, this guy talks a lot of shit role. I'm talking body language wise, immediately putting off that like, this guy's talking a lot of shit. I'm John Moxley, which is exactly how John Moxley would like deal with like a motor mill. Like, yeah. hundred of these guys. Like, what have you done? And this sort of becomes the, the crux of his promo. He opens up by saying, look out, everyone. Punk's dropping pipe bombs. Like he's immediately trying to diminish like this uh, loquacious, wordy CM Punk thing. He's like, you live in a fantasy world, man. Uh, You're not even the best wrestler in catering in this company uh, when it comes to between the ropes. And you immediately are seeing these like diametrically opposed, wonderful opponents and how how these two greats would approach each other. Mox is like, what are you, your number one? Like, who are you? But in Punk's mind, this legacy, and it's it is a wonderful clash here. Every time Mox goes to speak, the crowd, there's like this murmur that they, they're like hanging on every word of Mox here. It's really great stuff. Go back and watch this. Your words don't mean shit. And like the great Justin Gaethje before him, Mox looks at his intern belt, casts it on the ground and goes, and, in, and now that belt don't mean shit. I love when people cast aside interim titles like the bullshit they are. Uh, respect to Mox for standing in the proud tradition of fighters who do that. There's many of them. And uh, John, I thought there was a nice... John Mox, he's a big combat sports head. And I read this as him being like, I want to be like one of the guys who are like, the interim's not the real thing. Especially, I don't know if you noticed this, Zoobs. The interim title is like a cheap replica. Like Mox's belt looks twice as nice as uh, Mox's. So I'm not surprised he... Uh, uh, got rid of it. I, I, I promise I'll let you get in here in a second. I'm sorry. It's so no, much to read. Go, go, go. God's sakes. His, he hits on another giant point here. 
We all know he only came to AEW for the money. This has been the buzz around CM Punk, the failed UFC career. He has to go back to his scorned ex-lover to cast a buck. And then the CM Punk guy that I am, John Moxley started speaking in terms that I like a whole lot. John Moxley made this a discussion about fighting spirit. Points out that CM Punk's the guy who quits. Punk's the guy who walks out. Who questions my fighting spirit? He goes chest to chest with Punk. This is a great, like, non-physical, like, sort of bully thing. It's like, yeah, I'm, you're no one to me, man. Like, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not shoving you. I'm not punching you. Bully style. Punk sort of responds back. He says, listen, we have a match in a couple weeks. I'd touch you right now, but I'm afraid you'd bleed all over me, which I thought was a fantastic <laughs> line. And that is enough to open up. And tell me I didn't manifest this with my uh, ranking the other week here. What do these guys break into? An open hand slap to the face exchange. And this crowd roars for Punk and Mox and the pull apart that ex uh, that uh, goes on from here. How'd you think of uh, John Moxley's response there, Zoobs? Red hot, man. Love it. As somebody that's, you know, I've enjoyed the Moxley run. Um, I'm enjoying the new version of Mox. This, like, focused up, like, mm. take no shit. Like, I'm you know, fully confident in my ability and fully focused Mox. I think it's been awesome and sort of hanging out with that, that hanging out with the right crowd, finally sort of guy that is like mm -hmm. putting it together and realizing his potential. And, you know, one of the few guys in the company that you, you would not be afraid of, of punk on the mic. You know what I mean? Of, of like, if we want to do mic stuff, I'm great at that too, but that does not what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that brawler two steps for the working man there. Two uh, steps that, for the working man. Thank you to Doug crap and Jay's retro. That brawler guy that isn't the scared, isn't afraid of anything. Uh, I've been very champion of him, very championy of him. So, uh, loved it. How could you not love it? What kind of psycho would you have to be to not fucking love this opening segment? All time great AW segment to me. Two greats clashing and sort of showcasing an understanding of their characters that I really appreciate. Like this, you don't always get this in wrestling. Like this feels like what Punk and Mox colliding would be. Ashley Kutcher uh, with a, a point that I want to sort of expand please, on in the chat. Yeah. Uh, you know, we love a slow build. This is the fastest build of all time, and it's fucking amazing. It's like this is why I this is why sometimes I try to I try to warn a little bit about like you could have spent the last two weeks being like, well, which one of these guys is going to be face, and how are they going to? Like they're both just going to show up and fucking start talking, and you're going to eat it up because it's going to be amazing. Like it, <laughs> they're both good enough to give them the grace of the gray area here. It's not it's not you know the guy makes confused faces before he hits his finisher like you know what i mean there's there's real a uh, real playground for these guys to play off each other it's it's fucking amazing yeah i think i've just been wrong about that over time uh you definitely can do these amazing builds in three weeks and it's the quality of the competitors that can spike the energy now do i prefer are there some feuds i'll point to you a, can't do it every AJ time Punk yeah the, the stretch out but for some things like shake the bottle and take off the cap I haven't really, I think we praised the Kingston Punk feud for that, but you're right. I think I, in particular on this channel, get married sort of to the, everyone's going to have the belt for f four years and uh, no one's going to kick out anyone's finisher and, <laughs> yeah. and that's how it's going to be. And it just isn't reality and stuff like this. Uh, fucking kicks ass. I was electric off to the race as much like AEW dudes tonight, a very fucking hot open uh, on AEW Dynamite tonight. And Zoom, speaking of hot opens, 
I'm just going to run us right into our first of three keep it or tickets tonight, if you don't mind. Now, I think we've got some new people in the house, Zooms. I know you, of course, know the rules to keep it or ticket. I wouldn't need to remind you. But for the new people in the chat, if you were a subscriber and you go over to your emotes bar, you will see a keep emote and a kick emote. And what you're going to use those for is a wrestling prompt that I am about to give you. And then you are going to reply with an emote saying, keep it. If you like that prompt, you like that prompt, you want some more of that prompt and kick it. If you hate that prompt, disguise that prompt and never want to see that prompt again. Does everybody understand the rules of keep it or kick it? A title unification belt uh, match awaits us next Wednesday on AEW Dynamite. Now, of course, we're going to be talking about the timing of this right after this. Uh, I know it gets announced later on in the show, but it doesn't make sense to circle back to it. Next Wednesday, the unification match of John Moxley versus CM Punk. And the first keep it or kick it tonight, a very simple prompt. Keep it or kick it. This statement, John Moxley should win the match and be the AEW World Heavyweight Champion next Wednesday. Maddie, hit the music. Keep it or kick it. 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 Keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it. Here we go. Uh, Hit Smurl, kick. Anfield Road, keep. Astral Beer, kick. And then it's Brick Mittens, Qui-Gon Juice, Good Friend Jake, Doug Crap, and Pace Foul, all with enthusiastic keeps. Jay Egg slips a kick in there. No clue what this is. Super keep. Steak of Buns with a keep. Hey, my name is Will with a keep. Corvax kick. Bill M. Buttlicker, great name with a keep. Nice ball online and Kevsell with kicks. A keep from CSUPA. A kick from McVander Huge. Keeps from America's So Bad. Keeg 1717 and Irish Mac 21. Double kicks from Matty Mac and Stone Cold ET. A keep from Thunderous G. Two kicks from Mitt Clax. Cadenza, one in there from Trillionist as well. A keep from Vacant Planet. Kicks back to back from Jack Black and Danny DeRosha. Hot tuna with a keep. Kicks from Ashton Kutcher and Shaftop. A keep from E Prime. A kick from Thomas W. Keep it a keep from Obi-Wan Kubashi. Keep from XX307. A kick from Jack Platt. Keep White Burritos. Keep from Geese Brecht. Baby, baby. I would say that is, what do you want to call that? 60 40? 65. I was going to say 65 mocks, 35 punk. Maybe 60 yeah. 40. So listen, folks. Uh, it's got to be punk. Of course, it's got to be punk. <laughs> Wake up. 65%. What are you talking about? You want next Wednesday John Moxley to pin CM Punk on return? It's got to be punk. That was maybe a trick question here, Zeus, because here's my real question for you. Is this match having a clean finish next week? I don't, I, here's the thing, right? Is I want to believe it will. Like every bone in my body is telling me that it won't, obviously, is, is it won't. Uh, because it's TV and this is your hottest possible feud. These are your biggest possible guys. Our assumed all-out main event. Pay-per-view is right there. You, you assume it won't, but but like, I don't know. When have they when, when have they given us given us something and taken it away before? It's just sort of not in step with how the company's been run. So, are we New York pilled? Is this just going to be a match where there's one winner or one loser? Or I'll pose this to the chat as well. Are MJF or Hangman Page going to make their presence felt uh, during this match next week? I think that's probably what you're looking at. Uh, I think that you might even end up with a triple threat at All Out. Uh, I don't know if that would be my preferred route. 
but people flirting with the dynamics of punk and mox mjf solves that problem yeah. i'm not saying i think that's what's going to happen i think it's probably just a cut and dry cm punk gts on mox next week um but by announcing this match for next week besides basically making me fall off my couch in shock couldn't believe uh, it I, I I just cannot wait for next ep- week's episode of AW Dynamite. I just can't wait. That's why I'm saying I don't think Hangman is involved at all. Actually, Kutcher saying no thank you to a triple threat. Corvax twelve sixty six playing probably Page, but MJF would be pretty awesome. No on the triple threat or four way at all outs is double X three oh seven. Split. The New York finish just seems so, and it's so it's so anathema to what the company has been so far for them to promise us this match and then be like it's a fuck finish by the way by the pay per view. What about just, what Will is saying? A, a like sort of weird finish and then a step at the pay-per-view. Yeah, I think that's I think that's it. Le- legit match, controversial finish, but not like uh not the like absolute clown show sort of thing, but like a, a finicky My thing. Was that, up. <laughs> a finicky thing that neither of them like, you know what I mean? If if it is an MJF thing, it's not gonna be like, you know, neither of them planned it. It's sort of it, it's it's voiced upon them as they are trying to have a legit thing. We'll see, man. No one seems to know. They've done it again. AEW has done it again. We have no fucking idea what to expect next week. Ashton Kutcher bringing up a valid point. MJF was fired. That's true. So maybe it's silly of us to, to be bringing him up. That's true. Obi-Wan Kabashi sharing in my exact spirit here. This is so great. There are so many satisfying options. Yeah. Uh, Several one saying, are you really going to have Mox lose the title twice in screwy ways? Yeah. Did he lose in a, I guess, sort of. The, you're talking about like the barbed wire to, or no, I guess the first match to Kenny with Callus and Bullet Club involvement. We'll see. Doug yeah. Crap, a highly message saying Tai Chi is the voice of an angel. Thank you, Doug. Do you have any thoughts on that, Zeus? I don't. I don't. <laughs> it's a, it's what we're, we, is, it, is that actually him on the song? You know, that's, that's what everybody's talking about right now. Uh, play it straight next week, says Irish Mac 21. I hope so too. Uh, very, very uh, much anticipating this match next week. This was an all-time great segment to me. These two are as combustible and wonderful as you would hope, and the road to All Out continues to be warping and taking shape at the same time. What a fucking segment. Awesome. What it's all about right there. This is what it's all about. Great track there. Uh, We're backstage with Powerhouse Hobbs. He's with Tony Schiavone talking about Ricky Starks saying, I don't need friends. The moment Ricky showed me that he was okay with losing, I knew I had to drop him. Of course, referring to that promo where after Ricky Starks drops the FDW belt, the hook, he sort of talks about how him and powerhouse are going to rebuild and, you know, losing as he learns from it and it'll build them back. Uh, I thought that was a nice callback there. Not my favorite powerhouse Hobbs promo, but if you're powerhouse Hobbs, how good of a promo do you need to be? Like, it's pretty straightforward. What, what we got going on here. I still love the guy. Yeah, this is the comedy club following the headliner sort of thing. Like CM Punk and John Moxley were just on the mic. Like, what is it? What could you have possibly said for you to be like, "Woo, still rolling?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This spot is a promo uh, vacuum death spot. Yeah. I don't know what you'd call it, but uh, you're exactly right. Not exactly something easy to follow. Now, man, who's going to give it his best shot? Chris Jericho is out. Uh, he's on commentary for our forthcoming Brian Danielson versus Daniel Garcia match. He gets his Judas entrance, and then right after. Daniel Garcia also enters to Judas. Uh, we get to hear Judas <laughs> twice back to back. I thought this was hilarious and uh, a, a nice touch. Uh, why does Brian Danielson keep coming out of the heel tunnel? Foreshadowing, perhaps. 
I don't know. It's so weird. It's just it's like he comes out and then like he couldn't wrestle as a bigger baby face in this match. Like I just did not. I don't get it. But uh, he is out to take on in a rematch here. Uh, Daniel Garcia, who of course got the win over him. I think two weeks ago on Rampage Soups. One week ago on Rampage. I'm not sure at this point. Two weeks ago. Uh, two weeks. Thank you very much. Uh, in a match that I did think was good. But it certainly didn't prepare me for this. Uh, two out of three falls between uh, the American Dragon and the Dragon Slayer on House of the Dragon AEW Dynamite. Can't really think of a lot of TV matches I prefer more than this. I'm just going to tell you outright. The opening of this match made me like outright like snobby. I was like, see, you want trio <laughs> shit? Look at this shit. Two guys fighting headbutting one another and, and of course the timelines lit up oh it's the best thing i've ever seen in my life yeah my god zoobs uh do you want me to run through sort of sequences of it out the gate or do you want to give some overhead thoughts to begin with blanket statement to start is mm -hmm. i cannot believe how much i love dan garcia you get back you go you go back you probably go back to the first time you asked me about him on this channel and i was like i really don't know i i, I have no seems like a bit of a pest i think is what i said the first time uh, I can't, I can't believe how good he is at pro wrestling. It's startling. I can't, I, I, you put, give me Danny Garcia doing something every week and I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be happy with it. The guy's awesome. Um, and like the hang with the JAS and if that's, if it's, we'll get to it in a minute, obviously if it's done or not, but like unquestionably benefited greatly from that with hanging out with all those guys that are like so many different type of promo and like learning how to be that um not half comedy but be that like you know the way that daddy magic you know always has the camera drawn onto him and is it is funny but also he does the like incredible backstage promo when he's where he's covered in blood and like damn he's got all the different gears um i think hanging out with some great promos hanging out with some great character guys hanging out with some sports frankly hanging out with some sports entertainers like hilariously enough Daniel garcia learning the complete package to be a sports entertainer has paid off for him. I'm, I'm, I love it. I love Dan Garcia. I'm so sold on Dan Garcia. And you giving me two or three falls, Dan Garcia against Brian Danielson. This is the, this is the best. It's, I don't know if, if the, uh, the first 45 minutes of the show has ever been better than this. No, maybe it, I'm telling you it hasn't. Maybe the, maybe the, maybe the Danielson debut against Kenny was that, that, oh, that opened the show. That was a full. Yeah. I don't think a I don't think the first 40 minutes have ever been better than this. You're telling me I can have a match and Punk Man on the horn or just a match? I'm taking the match and Punk Man on the horn. That's okay. There's just so much to say about this fucking match. Uh first of all, Zoobs, you're you're absolutely right. The the ascension of Daniel Garcia, the a level of acting he's been able to adapt pre and post Chris Jericho. You can have whatever criticisms of Chris Jericho you like, but like you so perfectly said absolute insane positive for daniel garcia but here were two guys you know what they were doing out there tonight zoobs uh is they were simulating a fight in ways that hurt each other less than a real one and everyone goes well that's what all wrestling is and it's like not even close man not even fucking close is most wrestling trying to simulate a fight these guys were at least in the beginning it opens up to something a bit more like classic american style uh in the back half which i still love for the record but this match opens and the crowd is fucking hot for it with Brian just like Gar Garcia pulling guard on Brian. Brian landing elbows from guard like he's Tito Ortiz dropping for knee bars. It's like my notes for this match read like an MMA match where 
we talk about selling as this grander idea and people talk about inconsistency with it. Where it's like, well, here he takes a big move and doesn't sell and here he doesn't. It's not always the same thing. Here's these guys aren't selling. They're just in realistic positions and giving appropriate resistance to switching positions. They understand. And, and I'm not trying to dump on certain wrestlers, but I've talked about them on the show where it's like, if you can't do grappling transitions on the ground, you can't do grappling transitions on the ground. And if you were Brian Anderson and Daniel Garcia, you can do four minutes of it and the crowd is hot for it because you are making it obvious with your body language. Like what is hurting here? What is he trying to do to relieve the pressure on this part of his body? They're, they're working around the knee for ages in this match. Uh, and then it kicks into this whole thing. And Taz, who was brilliant on commentary during this match, by the way, Taz is so good so often, but he's calling tons of these holds correctly, which you rarely see in wrestling. Didn't get the ankle rock. He called a, uh, an ankle lock a toe hold, which it's like, you don't even attack on the foot, but that I'm not complaining. The wonderful commentary from Taz throughout this, but he's putting forth this idea that Daniel Garcia is such a Brian Danielson fan that he's actually like subliminally scouted this guy better than most people who are going to fight him. Like in modding his own style after him and watching tapes over the years of him. And all of a sudden Brian can't hit the knee. He's slipping out of the crossface, like the signature Brian spots. He can't get his hands on Daniel Garcia for them because Daniel Garcia knows the Brian Danielson big spots because he's a fan of Brian Danielson. I thought this was so fun to explore. Then they do the, the Russian test of strength lock. And that's where they start going to the forearm spot we see every time. They're like giving and taking while holding each other's knuckles, innovating on something we see all the time. Brian transitions that into a fisherman's northern light suplex, which somebody must have pulled the gif of somewhere. I know this match had a lot of gifable moments, but that one was particularly fantastic, as well as Daniel Garcia's urinagi into like a jump arm bar, like he's Demetrius Johnson out there. This match is just like two guys who totally understand both how to simulate a fight and how to work a crowd. Daniel Garcia does babyface things in this match. So does Brian. Brian. We always think of Brian as this natural baby face in terms of like the underdog yes man, but he's also an incredible sympathetic baby face fighting from under. He gets his only pin in the, or his first pin in this match off of a schoolboy. Like his moves aren't working. He's like, okay, I can catch a reverse here, but Garcia's already put him to sleep. Last thing I'll say is, oops, I apologize. I love the call of putting Brian to sleep. Then you get a 10 count. So then like, is Daniel Garcia going to, he could get two falls if he stays asleep for 20 seconds. So you see Garcia going back to that choke a bunch of times. I didn't know how that would work in a two out of three falls match. Amazing stuff uh, in this match. Just a TV classic I'll be thinking of at the end of the year. I can't believe that this is how they started this show. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's wild. And I love the, I love this. I love the elevation of, of Garcia. He comes out of this. Um, I think similar to, uh, you know, I mean, I feel like we've had this conversation three or four times about Daniel Garcia, where he main events against someone. He's like, damn, Daniel Garcia was just in the main event against one of the biggest wrestlers in the world. Uh, and he wins a bunch of them. Um, but man, he really feels elevated coming out of it. I think the, it's a good time, you know, him being the first one and the early one to splinter JAS makes a ton of sense. I think it, I think it's an easy easy to cycle cronies in and out of there. And when you're, I think they added Sammy and, and Ty recently. So like, there's plenty of um, room for that, for the, the, to still happen as a, as a faction and still give plenty of air to all the, the guys that we like in there and continue using it positively. Um, but man, I think the Garcia potential and what they see in him leaps off the screen. 
Well, and that's exactly right. And I think if you would have asked us months ago, who should be the breakaway, who should be the dissenter to the JAS, we definitely would have picked Daniel Garcia there as well. Uh, Zoom's mine cats me on my feed. I'm going to grab her. Do you want to read a couple chat comments and then we'll talk about the Jericho post-match? Yeah, listen, people right. loving it. People saying uh, in such a nice piece of booking, the way that AEW can make stars is incredible. Uh, did you see the Garcia arm drag into a takedown slam? So fucking sick. Uh, aside from MJF Punk, my absolute favorite matches have either involved Kenny or Danielson. Uh, Jericho and Danielson fighting for custody of Garcia in real life. Uh, incredible. Um, a bunch of great stuff about Garcia. Legitimately, he has the potential to be the best in the world from Nice Boy Online. He's worked a who's who in the last year on national TV. Crazy experience for his age. Um, Garcia didn't need the Danielson influence as much at the time. Just like Wheeler needed that more. I think that's a good, that's a good point. Totally agree with that. Uh, the timing has just been great. Midge says hello to everybody. She hasn't been feeling the best lately. It's good to see her up and meowing. Oh, my big sweet lady. Fantastic here. Brian does get the win. I got to tell you, I don't mind saying by the end of this match, I thought Daniel Garcia was going to win. Like they totally had me thinking that he was going to win. We talk about the, well, the winner was never in doubt thing. I had the winner wrong two thirds through this match. I was like, wow, they're really going to go with Garcia here. That's crazy. Uh, but they don't. Brian does eventually get the LaBelle lock. I don't want to have the time to go all the way into this, but I thought this was great. I don't know if people know, but Gene LaBelle, the inventor of that crossface, passed away last week. He touched every piece of combat sports that you could ever imagine. Even if just a Wikipedia page visit, go listen to Gene LaBelle, uh, read Gene LaBelle. He's a, and a nice guy too, an actual good guy in combat sports who uh, made Steven Seagal shit his pants. So uh, lots of good to say about Judo Gene, rest in peace. And nice to see the, the LaBelle lock getting used uh, on that week by, of course, the guy who popularized it. Well, I guess that's Bob Backlund, but uh, repopularized it, Brian Danielson. Jericho comes out from commentary to beat down the exhausted Brian Danielson. Keep in mind, this guy's been put to sleep and then gone through two additional falls in this match. And Daniel Garcia steps in. He says, no mas, wizard. You cannot continue to beat down my idol, Brian Danielson. I won't stand for it. And uh, Daniel Garcia does what I'll call a little piece of pro wrestling acting here, Zoobs. Uh, does the... Will he, won't he, who's going to be with? Did, did you like this as much as me? Did you find this like genuinely captivating if he was going to go with his hero, Brian Danielson, or his uh, now assumed mentor, Chris Jericho? Nice to, nice to capture a moment where it's like out of nowhere, he suddenly had this face momentum. We saw it with FTR as well. It's sort of like they, he caught a little momentum and that's like, oh, let's see if they, let's see if they can go with this. Because, oh, as we said many times, over baby faces is the best fucking thing in the world. Look at this. Look at this show. Having an over baby face is the fucking greatest moments. So, yeah, I'm into the idea of, of him. Why not, man? He's great at everything else. Why wouldn't maybe, maybe he'd be great at that, too? You know, uh, we don't always love crowd chants on this channel. We will make fun of some stupid ones. If you were in a crowd that does a stupid chant, we'll tease you. This might be the best crowd chant of all time. Uh, Daniel Garcia getting a chant. You're a wrestler. Dun, 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 dun. You're a wrestler. As he's trying to make this decision, no one wants him to be the entertainer. They want him to be the goddamn technician, the, the Brian Danielson Gen 2 that he should be. And I want that too. And I just really thought that the, the first hour of this program... Now, this wasn't like most episodes of Dynamite where it really let off the gas here. But these two segments, and we know Zoobs, Tony Khan loves to do a CM Punk segment followed by a Brian Danielson segment. 
And uh, this week it couldn't have paid off more. I thought this was just outstanding on all fronts. Yeah, that's a Drew McIntyre quote, though. The crowd was chanting. <laughs> I mean, he does say wrestle. So you're a wrestler. I'm a wrestler. We're in a wrestling ring. That, that was the dream. And then people, people, uh, grown adults are like reacting on the timeline. It's like WWE is back. He said wrestling, man. It's like okay. I'm a normal person, man. You can't you can't pull that shit on me. I'm I'm normal. You can't you can't tell me that they started calling wrestling wrestling and expect me to come crawling back. That's that's not even step one. That's that's the the prologue before chapter one zooms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I feel you. Sickening. What a match, man. TV match of the year, Zoobs? Punk MJF one. Oh, baby, so far, maybe. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Boy. Uh, Ashley Kutcher pointing out that he's part of the AW Galaxy. He doesn't want to hear about wrestling. Uh, Tom Hummel also said they said hospital. I mean, never oh, mind. Wow. I might I might be tuning into three hours of Raw. They're they're calling hospitals hospital. <laughs> is that true? Wow. Well, see if they say if they say belt, then maybe. Yeah, is is the worst wrestler of all time Triple H still running that place? <laughs> I'm just having questions. I I don't watch three hours of Raw every week. Yeah. <laughs> Swerving Our Glory is backstage with their opponents on this Friday's Rampage. Private Party. Um, not my favorite promo here. Uh, Isaiah Cassidy does get in Keith Lee's face and reminds him that they've had a singles match before. Swerve with the rare stumble over his words before this, too. He's, he's such a smooth talker that I was surprised to hear him uh, step on his words there. Keith Lee doing the classic Rampage Jackson move of when Isaiah Cassidy's in his face, just handing him a piece of gum. You got bad breath. Here you go. I don't have a ton to say about this, Zoobs. Did you? Do you? Are you excited for uh, Swerving Our Glory versus Private Party? I also don't have a ton to say about it. I don't. I don't love. Uh, we're ranked number five as like the. the yeah. Rag. The worst flex of all time. <laughs> hey, you think we're unranked? We're actually fifth. So. Yeah. Should should fifth be challenging for the title? This is the this is the it's, again this mess you make when you get the rankings involved. You're not kidding. Uh, Zoobs, I imagine you were very disappointed in this next segment, but we got to talk about it anyway. Uh, Tony Neese and Smart Mark Sterling are walking out for a segment, and the Zoobs <laughs> rubbing his hands. He go here now. Yeah, we're here we've we seen, go. We've seen Punk. We've seen Danielson. Now, now it's a seven. I said. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but very rude of one John Moxley. He's not finished. He shoves these bums out of the way, grabs the mic, and he wants CM Punk, the man he just got pulled apart from. 20 minutes ago he is back on the horn calling out punk and punk ain't no uh, hangman page so to speak he comes out to answer the call we got our second pull apart in a, in about 45 minutes uh, i tweeted this out from our account at wrestling underscore brain which i'd encourage everybody to go give a follow to and really appreciate that but it remains true it's one of the good pieces of the attitude era that they've taken here if you have a hot feud why not splash it all over the show think of how many episodes were interrupted by kane at multiple points during his build or austin running roughshaw dx interrupting constantly let's not do it for non-finishes constantly but i think a little dose of it is actually really great i love that they did this too so did this hit for you yeah and he, he spoiled an entrance they didn't like they didn't waste five minutes getting two entrances in and doing a couple moves and having to break it up like he, he broke it up right away so i thought it made a ton of sense I really liked it. Uh, the BCC is out this time to help separate. I don't know if you saw it, Zoobs. Claudio grabs Mox by the waistband and picks him up like he weighs five pounds. It's, yeah, I didn't know that. 
I was like, what? It like hardly makes sense to see on video. It's like, you can't, you can't move mocks around like that by the waistband. It's like, it's like how someone grabbed their, their dog. It's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, here we go. He's, what? Incredible yeah, movie, you know, big Claudio. Uh, fantastic stuff. I love the return to it. And Zeus, before we talk about Jericho and 2.0 backstage, I'd like to talk to you and the Brainiacs about Dynamite Toronto. You've you've heard of Toronto before, Zeus. Of course, you know that city. Yeah, I was there. I was there a week ago. We oh, you lived there also for how long did you live in Toronto for? Thirteen years. Yeah. So you're you're a Toronto guy in some ways. Uh, you, you, you are. When people think Toronto sports media, they think the Zoobs. That's what they say. Yeah. No underscore. It owns a major part of my heart. That's for sure. Yeah, that and I love to hear that. Uh, Zoobs, we are sort of in what would you say the closing steps of nailing down a venue for what will be AEW Dudes Live in Toronto uh, before Dynamite on that Wednesday. We're trying to get a sense of numbers and who, if you are part of VOD Nation, if you are a nasty casty, if you are here right now, a brainiac in the chat. We're looking for you to go to contact us in some way. Say, I'm interested and I have this many people. Uh, should we do this just at the wrestling underscore brain account, Zoots? Yeah, yeah. Or, or if you're in the chat and you think you're going to be there, just you can just let us know. Let us know in some way or another because we are locking down a room that's one size. But then I there are people saying, well, I have, I have these friends wanting to come. So we really want to get a, a clear idea of the numbers. Don't let us know if you're not 100% in. But if you are going to be in Toronto and you're interested in purchasing a ticket before Dynamite, to come see Zoobs and I do the damn thing, preview the show, maybe some special guests, some very fun stuff. Let us know. Uh, I think it'll be a riot, whether we're doing it for 10, 20, 50, or 100 people, but uh, easier once we get a scope of it. So let us know. I'll be in Toronto. Here's how many tickets uh, I think I would be. If I, Whether you're coming by yourself, the Brainiacs will accept you. Two, three, four, let us know. And then we all walk, uh, we all walk to the show together. Well, this is the thing. And then we go hang out after, too. It's like a, yeah, before Dynamite, we do the show with a convoy. I mean, this is going to be a great day, Zeus. Yeah, absolutely right. So let us know. And, of course, thank you so much to Jags in the chat who says he might be interested. Uh, an event planner and just a massive help on this front. We could not be doing this without Jay. That's There's there's no doubt about that. Hey, Zeus. Absolutely right. Area Thrasher, if I get a ticket for Dynamite, I'll be there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, the only thing is the... The only thing is that the, the tickets for Dynamite could be a could be difficult to get, but so goes it. We'll make it happen. Everyone yeah. will make it happen. Sometimes you just gotta yeah. spend too much on one of those dumb secondhand websites. That's just the way we it have goes. A, we have a we have a uh, we have a plan in place. I'll say that much. Danny DeRosha will be at the show. Maybe we'll go. bring a little Jean Jean out, huh? No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Wine. Get to it. Uh, likely a small admission fee. But it should include some drinks or something. Yeah, we're thinking around like a four hundred dollar yeah. ticket, but it includes two drinks. Two drinks and maybe like nachos with a table that you can share with. Well, that's people. at the three hundred dollar level. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is where you get the nachos at the table. But uh, let us know, and uh, it's going to be a blast. I hope to see as many of you as possible there for a double dudes live in Toronto, October tenth before Dynamite. So was, I'm, I'm I've been getting more excited. October twelfth. October twelfth. Sorry, everybody. October twelfth. Uh, so close to my birthday, Zoops. Can you imagine if they just did it a couple days later? Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be something? It really would have been. The G1 was supposed to happen. The climax was on my birthday once the year the Olympics delayed it, but then that was COVID. I was going to go to the climax live and turn 30. Wild. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> I, 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 I might. Let's get to it with that out of the way, Zoops. 
Jericho and 2.0 are backstage. I don't know where Jake Hager is tonight, but uh, this is who's left of the JAS. And he makes it clear, listen, I can sort of forgive you, Daniel Garcia. You had just had a hell of a match. You'd been dropped on your head. Maybe the temper got the best of you. you we've gone through some stuff. But I want to see you in the ring next week, face-to-face. And he says, and we'll settle this store. And then Ricky the Dragon Steamboat enters. <laughs> Here's the dragon in on the House of the Dragon episode. Of course, everybody gets it. Makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, and he says that uh, you're the same scumbag you were 15 years ago. Yeah, people remember their WrestleMania match where they, well, Jericho wrestles three legends and yep. Ricky and totally steals the show. It's actually great. Definitely. What is, what is that? Mania 20? No idea. I don't remember. Uh, but it is fantastic. Nice callback to that. Uh, but he says, Danny Garcia doesn't need you. He slaps Chris Jericho. They have a small little brouhaha. And next week we get the Dan Garcia, Chris Jericho face to face. I'm excited for that. Gonna be awesome. And now, Zoobs. We teased it all night. Yeah. We've got a new segment around these parts. We do have a new segment. Uh, this is another Zoobs creation, which means people are gonna love it as they continue to brazenly ignore mine. And this will be oh, everyone's talking. <laughs> but so so Zoobs, why don't you take it away? Why don't you explain what it is we're gonna be doing tonight uh in this next segment? Well, Josh, you know, um, probably my my the biggest flaw uh of mine. Is I am a I am a sports fan, um, no, no sports entertainment. Fan. Yeah, yeah, right. like like sports, no entertainment. And uh, <laughs> I have obviously the business is better in in every way except for one, uh, and that is traditional sports. You get transactions, and my favorite, the, the best part. Anybody who tells you other than this is lying to you. The best part of of sports is the is the transactions thinking about transactions, guessing what transactions might be, analyzing transactions after they happen. We do get a slice of it in the biz with contracts expiring, with um, you know people getting fired, but it's a new day. Yes, it is in New York. And, and I, two weeks ago, listen, it was, the, it was the baseball trade deadline, and I had a, I had a great time the whole day listening to the radio to see what trades might break, re- refreshing my phone all day. So today, we're debuting a brand new segment that I call Trade Deadline. Maddie, hit the music. Oh, yeah. Would have. uh what do we what do you think that's okay it, it needs some refining i think the i think the in-between part needs some refining but i think spiritually there's something it. there yeah it's a chat what did you think scale of one to seven one being the worst seven being the best what did you think of trade deadline now compare it to to merch match i think reddit said it might be the number two spot right now actually we'll see if this can can catch up six seven 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 six those the people love trade deadline. Awesome. My goodness. Hello to my brother Marlon Phillips in the chat. A man I love. What would be the sweetener from Tony to get stash to get Sasha and Steen? I don't know. I don't know what it would take to, with you know with MJF. I don't even know. Jade, maybe? Never. Jade yeah, and MJF. Like, I don't even know what you would 
that was my my other one I was going to put on for later later on is like I would say whatever you need whatever you need for Jade. Jay saying loves it, but thinks it has a shelf life compared to some other segments. It's going to go bad, I guess. It's going to get worse over time. This one, Zoobs. Well, you you don't want to you want to blow through it all at once at once. Yes, I do. Let's Great. move on to uh, what I'll describe as a very over-delivering segment here. The Varsity Blondes taking on the Ass Boys. Uh, a squash match comes out in front of us. Uh, the Colton Gun, Yeah, Austin Gunn isn't even in this match, is he? It's Colton Gunn comes out, hits his singles finisher. And Colt pins 45. The Colt 45, thank you, yeah. Uh, you ever drink any of that stuff, Zoops, when you were a youngster? First time I ever got drunk? I think that's yeah it for a lot of people on, on our old podcast Maddie and I drank one of those each in an hour to review getting drunk on malt liquor and I felt very sick from it like I, we did get yeah. drunk but the hangover was like everyone tells that so it's like oh you drank something sweet or you mix drinks it's like oh you're so hungover this was different it's just like oh god like, I feel like garbage man it, like, it was inside yeah. of us trying to hurt us from within yeah <laughs> you gotta you gotta have a stomach for it because I used to down it like it was beer I was just like oh this is normal beer to me old english <laughs> disgusting Healthy. uh i love seeing the ass boys get a squash match here and you can just sort of get the ladder of the aw tag division so you can see it shifting you can see the ass boys and the acclaimed stunt on these people that they were positioned below at the start of aw and i think that's a real credit to those guys i thought they looked good in ring tonight but after the squash billy gunn enters the ring their father and manager uh to say how proud he is of them stokely hathaway enters oobs and you know our theory on this around these parts and the ass boys turn on their father, Billy Gunn, to an actual big eruption I'm from the crowd here. <laughs> Perfect. Brilliant. Area Thrasher. That's how, show them how it's done. Uh, anyway, seeing the Suns get the squash, turn on them, get the huge booze, leads to huge cheers to the acclaimed who are here to save their daddy ass. This is probably the biggest acclaimed reaction ever. Uh, this crowd was already so hot from the great show, but this did anything but hurt it. Uh, they got the top of the hour spot, which I don't know how much these time slots actually fucking mean about anything, but people always say that's worth something. This is sort of a weird one to have in that spot is not a very high card act. Crowd was hot for everything going on here, especially and including when daddy ass did the scissor me daddy ass with Anthony Bowens and Max Castor afterwards, solidifying this acclaimed as a upper mid card baby face tag act above the dark order above whoever you would have had at that middle space. These guys are now the top of that. I don't know if Billy Gunn is going to be with them for the whole time. Like it wasn't clear to me if they're just saving them or if this is actually an alliance now. I don't know if you had to read on that zooms, but wow. Talk about a segment over delivering. Hey, the, the credit to the ass boys. They, they've done something great this last year fit in and then in a big show with big moments it fit in uh i do love the development of the mid card of the mid tag as as you said it, is, it has sorted itself out in a really authentic way in a way that you know acclaim versus ass boys acclaim versus varsity blondes a match that could have been on any one of AEW's properties at any point in the last year it could have been on dark elevation it could have been on dark could have been on rampage could have been on now on dynamite as a feature segment um it's come a long way and i think there's some real development with a lot of the guys here and namely the two that have ascended i think ass boys and i think acclaimed really really have jumped out and uh and and grabbed a space here i think it's really cool i love tag team wrestling tag teams are so fun yeah let them do it 
Bobby Burrito's, I think, nailing sort of what we're saying here. It's pretty incredible to see the acclaimed Gun's little run and split, how much it's done to get everyone involved over. We, we've praised other feuds, Punk MJF for spurning Wardlow, like, and there are these things that can happen. It's totally true, even in losses, turns. They've done so much with these five, and I'm into it. I don't know how much higher I'm going to buy the acclaimed up on the card for now, but I'm curious to see where the ceiling is, and like we find out by doing, and uh, I think they're well on their way. Yeah, and and so funny when you sort of compare it. I don't want to always do this, but comparing to like how hard it can you've you've seen how hard it is for New York sometimes to like make a to make a new star or make somebody. And it's like, have you tried just running feuds and having the stories conclude? <laughs> like, and even AEW needs to do a lot more of that. Yeah, but uh, there's no question that that's what's going on here. It's, it's worked so many times. It's worked so many times. Yeah, yeah. go figure. Uh, pace fall. It's just like this is just an excellent lower card feud. Like this is an example of what the lower card should look like in an effort to get everybody over. And you have to, you have to give credit to Billy Gunn because early viewers of this show will remember that era where there was just uh, an old guy manager in every segment on the show. And we would openly complain about it, including Billy Gunn, uh, even while praising, I think him, Jake, the snake, they had moments, but on whole, it's like, wow, the show is just bogged down. Telly Blanchard, just these, these heroes of yesteryear Arn anderson he has more than proven his worth in this feud billy gunn uh he's he's been awesome and as needed and the crowd loves him uh great stuff yeah. mid cards can be good asks obi-wan kabashi who knew who freaking knew how seth rollins would say that I can't even believe we're still doing this shit. I, I cannot. Every time we go backstage for a Sanjay Dutt, Satnam Singh, and Jay Lethal <laughs> promo, I, I'm aghast. I, and I feel like I'm on crazy pills. I don't see anything on the timeline about it. It's like, oh, yeah, this is just these guys are ROH. So this is their spot on the show. They shoot 100 of these things. My brain goes into dog mode looking at these guys. I'm just like, oh, this again. Even though I think Jay Lethal and uh, Sanjay Dutt are good promos, and I think that Sanjay, or rather Satnam Singh, there's an enormous upside. Like, I would love this giant with an incredibly cool voice to get in there, but I can't deal with these stationary video promos anymore. I can't do it. They're driving me crazy, Zoobs. But they're calling for a trios match against FTR and Wardlow. Of course, you remember they lost to Wardlow, but then the post-match beat down a couple weeks ago. FTR won't be involved in the tag match at all. They'll be getting this trios match. How do you feel about everything going on here? I mean, I would... <laughs> is why you, uh, I didn't want the trios division. <laughs> uh, Matty hit me. it. Hate to say I yeah. told you so. Just kidding. No licensed music. Uh, yeah, listen, I, you, I, you just want the FTR tag matches, but so be it. Um, yeah, it doesn't do a lot for me backstage, for sure. Wardlow and Satnam, like, hopefully will come to, like, some big powerbomb spot, right? And that will be sick. Yeah. Um, But my interest in these guys would be much better if i saw them interacting with people in the ring on live television like everyone else on this show yeah it's just weird at this point it's hard for i know you gotta save some money on flights and whatnot but then just don't do it every week the, this trio i don't know everything about this felt weird to me i didn't feel like dax went for a like from the heart promo at the end here and i i wasn't really feeling it to be honest from from anybody in this i just felt like this was maybe it's the tune out factor for me but i just thought this was all right yeah i don't have a lot to say Jungle Boy speaks. If Zoobs won't Jungle Boy will, he's out uh, <laughs> to a big crowd reaction. Uh, Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy. The people want to love this guy. I got tr in trouble for wearing that shirt. 
<laughs> what? Okay, we we remember the shirt, of course. I it said Christian Cage is a pussy. I think is what the shirt said a couple weeks back. Pretty sure. I got in trouble for wearing that shirt. That's cool, man. Yeah, I love I love hearing about my my hero ass kickers being like they chastised me for that t shirt I wore. Was a horrible shirt. So <laughs> yeah, I would. I'm on the side of whoever was mad at you for wearing that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Zooms. Hopefully Stupid. it was. Uh, he challenges Christian. I thought this was a why why are, Jungle Boy stock is plummeting, man. He feels so far from a, a four pillar here. Stop forcing him to do promos. This guy is a good wrestler. I can't think of a singles match of his that I don't enjoy. Quite a good deal. Great deal, I should say. And yet they're forcing him. He just gets swallowed by Christian in these segments. He's expected to have these big, meaty things, but he's one of these guys, and I couldn't do it. You can see him trying to remember the lines, right? It's like I hit him with, I tried hitting him with my fist. I tried hitting him with a chair. I even tried hitting him with a car. It's like, all right. It's like, this is not how I would react to somebody who was like, said the sort of things that, that Christian said to, to the jungle man. Regardless, Christian Cage comes out and declines Jungle Boy's uh, a challenge for All Out because, listen, he wants to get back to what they were. I'll lead you to the promised land this time. I thought Christian was really good here. Doesn't want to face Jungle Boy one-on-one. I, I can. I have it down here. Where's Luchasaurus? Did we, blew anyone it. know where Luchasaurus was during the segment? We've gone over it, but we've, they, they blew the Luchasaurus thing. People keep telling me that, like, it's, it's going to be part of a bigger thing. And it's like, I wanted the I want the in-between. I want the... I want, they, I want the I want it to have already happened. I don't want it to be uh, suspended. There you go. He's suspended. Totally agree with Jay Higgs here. How does someone who grew up around <laughs> acting have so little acting ability? It's Dan astonishing. This is Luke Perry's son. Pat Buck. There you go. Oh, yeah. Uh, listen to me on Block Party this week to hear about me and my enemy, Pat Buck. Um. Anyway, I thought kind of a whack segment. I thought Christian was good. He wants to fix this. Eventually, Jungle Boy's had enough as soon as he can get his hands on Christian. Well, no, he, he does the Bond villain thing where he listens to Christian for a bit and then decides he's had enough. He attacks him, and I thought the, like, jumping over guard and punches did look good. Like, he had good intensity once it got physical. Christian runs away, and it's looking like we will get uh, Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy at All Out. Do you get the sense it's going to be a cage match? Like, so many, so much exiting through the crowd. Yeah, Chris, a Christian Cage match. Oh, no. I don't know if I don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna do it up that much it's just to have <laughs> to have that they can be in the middle of the card it probably should be but they might have they might have Luchasaurus come out and sort of uh, intimidate him into staying in the ring or something I don't even know yeah something who I'm with you man like the Luchasaurus heater with Christian being heel felt like a great act for those first two weeks and then to me this has been a a, a dropped ball. With Christian is uh, I, and I, I'm not really blaming Luchasaurus here because I don't think he's been let down in the moments he ha- or is letting us down in the moments he's on TV. It's just lost so much sizzle, man. Uh, and it really felt like they had something. Uh, the opposite, maybe, of an acclaimed gum club thing where you look at it and you see the first couple of weeks, you're like, oh, yeah, this this is fine, and then it really grows into something. And then here it starts off with such a bang, and now I don't even know how they're. They'll find a way to reheat it. Christian will single-handedly for the go-home show, I imagine. But uh, yeah, I just I just didn't didn't think very much of this. Yeah, I'm with you. Doug Crap asking who the four pillars of AEW are now. I think we both have Garcia and MJF on that list, right? 
Yeah, I would say Garcia, MJF. How old is Ricky Stark? Is he is he young enough? I think to be he a... counts. I think he counts. Garcia, MJF, uh, Stark. Probably Darby Allen still probably in there. Yeah, something like that for me too. I could almost see Swerves getting that Darby spot at some point, but yeah, yeah. I think I'm. Uh, that feels about right to me. Ooh, Jade, that's a good pick. Oh hell yeah, yeah, I like that a lot actually. Uh, Jade is the fourth pillar. I think that's great. Matty Max says MJF, you to Garcia, Jade. I don't think I'd put you to in there. He's good. I don't know if he's a pillar. Pillar, pillar is like going? pillar is the other guys are like the other guys are all like five star potential at everything. Yeah. Starks is thirty two, older than Hangman, so maybe not. Maybe not then. In my mind, he counts. This is one of these things I can't quantify to you in a number. I'm just telling right. you, Ricky Starks feels like he counts to me as somebody who could be a pillar. Yeah. Oh, the MJF criteria in the promo was they had to be there from day one. Interesting. Yeah. I think those guys uh, fit that bill. Oh, no, and Garcia doesn't. Technically, but anyway, anyway. He feels like it. I'm a feels Certainly. guy. Yeah, I agree. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. FTR and Wardlow give a promo that they accept the challenge from uh, Sotnam. Oh, sorry. This is where Dax does the big I'm the best wrestler in the world promo. Yeah, yeah. We love Dax around here. Absolutely. This is not their strength. We, we've seen them enough times. How hard can it be to just have FTR do a tag match? We know Something, it rules. Something's up. Something's, something's funky, you know? Something's funky, Zeus? What's, what's really going on here? Yeah. Love these guys. Uh, Kylan King is out uh, debuting on Dynamite. I think she has a 14 and 12 record in AEW. Zeus, I'm sure you saw a bunch of her 26 matches. Yeah, she's six feet tall, they tell us. That's tall. I mean, to you, that's nothing. Well, for a woman's wrestler, that's pretty tall. Yeah. I'm just saying to you, you're still, there's a foot shorter than these oops. Yeah, I got a lot going on. You're not kidding. Uh, I thought Kylan King showed actually a lot of promise in this match. It was obviously like a pretty rehearsed match. Like they went from like here to there to there to there. You catch them talking a lot. Uh, but I thought it was cool. I, I'm one of these people who really wants to cheer for Tony Storm. And I felt like once they were into the sequences that they, they wanted to do, the, the flip over Kimura, the, there's a bunch of like hopping over stuff uh, that I felt was like outright snappy and looked good. Crowd's obviously into Tony and want her sort of approaching up the card. I thought this was fun, if not great. Uh, where are you on this one here? Yeah, I'm into Tony as well. I think I'd like, I would, I said it last time that I was like sort of buying a, uh a title a title shift and i think i still am i think i would i think it it, it would work for me um so and I, and I do i think kylan has a little bit of like um the creator wrestler look and the look is a little homogenous sure. but yeah. i think size and skill in ring absolutely she's 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 a she can be a useful part of the division is she good enough to wrestle on dynamite every week like absolutely to me like i would watch more kylan king king yeah yeah but i will keep saying it on these airwaves until she signed they need to sign masha slamovich this this is the woman. This is the wrestler. I'm telling you. Masha. I'm a Masha head. Masha Slamovich. Uh, Maddie Max saying Kylan is stat light. I, I get what you mean in, in Jamie Hader's old gear. Is, yeah, I, I think that that's... <laughs> I, I get what you mean. Masha is so good, says Cadenza. How's the Whitecaps game, Cadenza? Let us know the score. Maddie and I are both missing it. To do the show. We could be in the stands right now. Wow. No Moss, baby. We're not going to miss talking with these oobs about the business. Not a chance. Uh, we get some announcements for Rampage next week. Or this week, sorry. This is the Trustbusters versus Best Friends match. I'm excited for this. I like Parker Boudreaux. I like what the Trustbusters have going on as a lower card act. 
I'm almost getting the sense that like they could beat the best friends here. And uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, also on Rampage, Hook versus Zach Clayton making his uh, AEW debut. Probably not a favorite to win that match. Any of those matches uh, going to get these oops to tune in? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, but not the so. not the worst, not the worst not, stuff on paper. No, last couple weeks have been worse. Buckle in, everybody. The young bucks come out, and then the long build to the entrance of one Kenny Omega, the best bout machine, the cleaner. The Omega Man is back in our lives to an enormous reaction. And you can feel it coming off him that he loves being there. When he's on the turnbuckle calling for the crowd, come on, come on. Come There's on. A... <laughs> come on. There's a specific energy that Kenny Omega alone brings to AEW for me. Now, I think I have him probably rated lower than some of our listeners and maybe even yourself, Soups. I really like him and think he brings something special and unique. But tonight, still in the shirt, still in the sling, and very much selling in this match, that he is not 100% Kenny Omega. Condense this for me. We'll talk about the match. How do you feel about Kenny being back? And how did you like this presentation that we got today? Perfectly done. I think, I think it's a huge ad. I think, as you said, just his presence on the show is, is a difference maker. I think you don't even didn't even really realize it until he was making his way down. You're just like, right, like he has a... I called CM Punk captivating off the top. He has that as well, I think, where you sort of like, you yeah. don't want to look away. You don't want to miss it um, because his his matches have felt like events. Uh, I love the T-shirt and the shoulder sling and the reason that he's in the trios tournament as opposed to coming right back to the top of the card right away is he has to actively rehab. He's going to have to shake some rust off. He's going to have to get back to full speed. And we're going to get a chance to see it happen, I think is really cool. I think it's really instructive. Um, I liked, I like having Callus back in our lives. I think he's a perfect, mm, right. he's, a per, he's a perfect second to Kenny. And I loved, um, Callus started off saying, like, not just a shoulder, like his shoulder, his knee, his neck, his back, his, like, like we can put this guy back together. Like he is he, injury after injury, a hernia. Like I thought it was, I thought it was great to sort of sell that as like, he's not coming back from a injury. He's coming back from several injuries. He's like, they he had to piece completely... this guy back together. Yeah. So I, I think, um, yeah, great. Bobby Brio sort of nails it. It rules that Kenny brings a completely different st single style. They don't really have otherwise. Um, you think of all the different, all the different great styles they have now at the top of these cards. Um, you know, with, 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 punk back doing his sort of art and and the the elevated brawler style that we're getting from uh, mox now and um ftr is really hitting their stride and, and daniel nwa anchored danielson's in. matches and all these different styles that are coming we're sort of getting kenny's like cinematic like dramatic over the top uh little the little mini epics that he likes to write with his matches i think we're about to get um some of that back and he's also gonna have to wrestle a little bit differently so i'm really excited about all of this i'm excited about it um having a built-in story with it as well with that with that growth with that health happening before our eyes um because it's like obi-wan kabashi nailing it kenny's back but he's also not really back yet yeah like he's he's on he's on the screen doing the matches but it's you know it's a bit was, like punk you astutely pointed out you know there's a bunch of moves that they intentionally took away he didn't do the you can't escape backflip he laughed it off and he did he wasn't doing a bunch of stuff i thought um was really cool so I'm 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 thrilled. 
I saw some questions of the chat. Is he rusty or is he working the rust? I'm sure it would be impossible to say that he doesn't have some ring rust. Like it would be impossible for somebody not to, but he was definitely like those opening spots that he was missing. He was like pausing before doing. Pardon me. He was like pausing before doing them. He had to think and remember how to fuck it up. Like you could see him doing it when he flipped back to the corner to tag in Matt. Very funny stuff. Uh, I think he's just outstanding. Tom Hummel asking, does Kenny finish the tournament or do they have to use Hangman for the final? Do, do you want me to give my take on this? Of course. Kenny's in the main with the Young Bucks. Hangman, you have the right idea, but the wrong faction, I think. Hangman's subbing in for someone in the Dark Order who's injured is my guess. Uh, so 10 or Uno or Hungry will get injured and they'll have to use Hangman last minute. So it'll be Hangman, let's say. Again, the Dark Order members could swap out. But my guess is you're going to get Hangman, 10, and Uno versus Kenny and the Bucks for at all out for those trios titles. Oh, yeah. That Dark Order wins because Miro interferes in the House of Black match. Oh, boy. Uh, what if Hungry got injured, but for real? Yeah. I listen, I don't want the guy to get injured. I just want him not on television or, you know. Simple, simple request. Hey, hey Zooms, who, who am I, though, Zooms? Why, who am I? <laughs> you're Tony Khan earlier, but now you're, now you're. <laughs> Tony Khan, you nailed Khan it. Hungry. You nailed it. Uh, I was so, uh, I'll say, evoked by Kenny coming back that I totally forgot he was about to, like, wrestle a match that I was really into. Because they didn't right. do the entrances for Rush Andrade and uh, Dragon Lee, at least on my feed. I don't know if some people in the Fight TV feed without commercials got them, but I didn't. Uh, and it sort of dawned on me in that moment. It's like, oh, this is also, like, a kick-ass fucking match uh, in terms of matchup. Now, I think there is a little bit, my complaints in wrestling that I don't think I always share with the chat can sort of be expressed in this main event tonight, which was obviously very good, but if you compare it to Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia earlier in the night, I think it's a good illustration of like two different styles of really high-end wrestling, but I prefer the first one. Because in this one, you're like working 4v2, 2v2. And like it, it is just, there are no rules. It's all just in the name of gigantic, astonishing spots, which can be really cool. Uh, but I was mostly just focused on the Kenny Omega offense in this match. It's what I was most curious in. Working incredibly babyface, very strike-heavy, which he isn't. Maybe taking uh, hints from his old uh, gold, uh, co-golden lover, Abushi, where another guy who got injured and came back and was like, okay, I'm a kickboxer now. Like I, It wasn't as strong as Abushi making that switch, but beginning of this match is all chops from him. Uh, and he gets into, how often do you see like Kenny Omega strike exchanges? That really read to me tonight. It's like, is he holding back on offense or is he going to augment his style to take less damage in a Brian Danielson way? It's going to be very interesting to see, but I don't think uh, anybody could be anywhere near disappointed with having Kenny Omega back in our lives. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. It adds a ton to the show to get, to, to get punk back, Kenny back uh, and Danielson two or three matches, two or three falls, pardon me in the same show. It's just like fucking thank God. Thank God. We're back to this. This is, this is thank the, God. thank God you're not sitting here. People are, online all oh, the shows the shows falling off and they they lost the magic and and new york is saying wrestling and oh it's they're in trouble they're pulling a bad number it's like oh shut up this fucking show is unbelievable <laughs> this show is unbelievable i could barely believe it what a ride on tonight's AEW dynamite and frankly the fucking flex to back-to-back -back weeks have cm punk literally cm punk returns and then kenny omega returns oh what are we going to do for the build to the the pay-per-view what if two of the best wrestlers of uh, their respective generations just returned and set up big angles? It's like, oh, that would be good. I would be into that. An absolute 
cornerstone episode of AEW Dynamite for me, Zoobs. Maybe the easiest seven I've ever thrown out there. Uh, are you roughly the same after going up and down the whole show? Oh, yeah. It's simple. Uh, a lot of rewatchable stuff, which is always a telltale sign for me. You're definitely going to rewatch the punk promo. Definitely going to rewatch uh, some of the Kenny stuff tonight. That's sort of, if I'm if I'm going back to the rewatches, which, you know, that's usually saved for like absolute prime punk stuff, absolute prime uh, Eddie Kingston stuff. Um, I guess, again, the one, the one thing, is, again, Right at the very end, Dragon Lee getting kicked out of the whatever. Oh, yeah, that we didn't was. even talk about that. The the hammer lock and the unmasking, right? I think Dragon Lee is babyface ROH bound. Yeah. Um, but that yeah, I was not expecting that. That's his damn brother, Roosh. God damn, man. Uh the spot to the outside from Dragon Lee was unbelievable oh, in the match. Yeah. One of the craziest spots I've seen on TV in a long time. And just yeah, yeah I think I what's that? Oh, I just say it's on the screen right now. That that's oh, beautiful. That, the spot. Beautiful, yeah. Uh, unreal. Unreal spot. And then the unmasking at the end sort of, I, I think, is, is a little evocative of everything that's been wrong with what, what what keeps happening to Andrade is they have this huge moment with Kenny. Uh, obviously, everything is about fucking Kenny. And like, oh, yeah, we're going to unmask and beat up uh, Dragon Lee here in the last 45 seconds of the show. It makes Like, you, you couldn't have spread this out and had this happen at the uh, in a segment backstage last week or like this had to happen. Sure. As Kenny Omega is celebrating his first win in 10 months. like Totally with you here. Why does this keep happening to Andrade? <laughs> they can't get him right. And he just does not seem like a hard guy to get right. But I still did think this match was a lot of fun to watch. If not the most sensical thing I've ever Absolutely. seen in my I'm, life. I'm picking a nit. It's still, a, still an absolute seven up and down. And uh, Kenny Omega's back. And he's awesome. in the mix. And that's very exciting to me. Now, uh, Zoobs, I would like to say, if you don't mind me getting in a plug here before we transition over to the post-show show, uh, head over to my Twitter tomorrow, if you don't mind, at J0SHC. I'll be putting the call up for questions. I'm going to be doing a mailbag episode of uh, Wrestling Brain behind my Patreon this week. So if you feel like asking me a question about the world of pro wrestling, head over to my Twitter tomorrow. I'll put out the call. Some of the people in chat will tell you it's a, it's a good episode, those mailbags, and uh, I'll be answering them at patreon.com slash J0SHC. That's, of course, also where you can get into my Discord for only $5 a month. You can chat with the hunks of there, the best wrestling chat online. Zoobs, what's going on over there on Less Than Jays this week? Absolute fucking rock bottom. It's great. Jays have been Jays have been as bad as they could possibly be in the last two weeks, uh, which is They're great tonight, for... right? I guess yeah, they barely they they limped to beat the Orioles and keep themselves in a playoff spot today. So that is good. But uh, I love it when things go terribly wrong. As, as, same with wrestling. As I when things go terribly wrong, it it brings out the real, true what people actually think uh, about takes, which I find truly hilarious. Anybody can be a reasonable level level headed fan and say, ah, oh, things will mostly be fine. I want the fucking people who go absolutely nuts when things go poorly. And that's that's where my bread and butter is. Yeah, if you even remotely care about baseball, I couldn't recommend jumping on less than Jays enough, especially when things are going south. I think long-term viewers of this channel remember Full Gear 2020, headlined by MJF versus Mox, a pay-per-view uh, Zoobs absolutely hated. One of the, for the real heads, legendary episodes of this show, I think, <laughs> where or it was basically just me trying to wrangle this man uh, uh, who, who was like, I don't want to fucking talk about this shit. What a waste of time. It's like, well, we, we got to go at least an hour. And uh, that sort of content for me is fantastic. Go check out Less Than Jays. Maddie, you want to even talk about your record a little bit here for the post show show? I mean, it's just been so long. It's like from 2019 or something. Yeah, but Zoobs and I are always saying it's our favorite album of uh, 2019, oh, no. 20, okay, 21, yeah, yeah. 22. It doesn't matter what year it is from there forward. Let's uh, Let's say, you know, I always love 
seeing those, seeing that email come in and say, someone listened to your music the other day. And so if you could make that happen every single week, you'd make me very happy. So we're just going to have handles. one person to listen to Love Handles on Spotify every week. That's all we got to do. Per week, I need that email. If I don't get that email, I don't know what's going It does not know what's going to happen, folks. Go listen to Love Handles <laughs> on Spotify. That's Matt Prince, M-A-T. That's one T, you freaks. M-A-T Prince. Uh, and with you wouldn't that, want to Jennifer, do that to me, would you? <laughs> now, Zeus, I know you're, you're driving like a new tomorrow. marketing strategy. Do you want you don't do the post show show tonight? We went long on the course show. Maddie's happy to sit in. I'm sure. Do you want to do you want to head off into the the night? Uh, I can take a minute or two, but I, I I truly cannot be long. I can't get suckered in like I like I normally do it with. The, Leave with now. The okay. Go to bed. We went long on this show. I was I promised you we'd try to keep it a little shorter, and we didn't because that first hour was so compelling. Anything you want to say to the Brainiacs before Maddie and I transition over into the post oh, show? We, show? We, were, we were talking trade. We had a good time talking trade. We a great time. Uh, just a great time. Thrilled for uh, thrilled for this. Thrilled for how good uh, AEW is going to be again. This I think this next three week build is going to be absolutely nutty. Um, looking forward to the all out week, which we're going to figure out. I have I'm on holidays that whole week, so I should be able to have some fun. I mean, I think we have it figured out. Besides, like who the guest spots are. Do you want to talk about it a little bit? Whatever you whatever you feel comfortable revealing. All out week's going to rule. How's that? Yeah. Wednesday, Zoobs and I bringing you AEW double dudes. Thursday, you want it, you got it. A blast from the past. Sick Nick East bringing back the Sick Nick rank down. Go tell him at Nick Dang East on Twitter what topic you want him to do. It's an incredible program. Friday, we'll be doing a No Mercy N64 Royal Rumble. If you ever watch one of these on the channel, that's what it's all about. That's a very fun stream. Saturday, Maddie and I in the back there will be previewing Every minute of All Out on our Saturday morning show, Ground Floor Zero, which goes down every Saturday, 10 a.m. in the West, 1 in the East. We'll be previewing the whole show on that Saturday. And then Sunday, the piece de resistance, the thing we do around this network that is better than anything else we do. These Zoobs and I will be going all night after the pay-per-view All Out. The moment All Out ends, you run back to this damn channel. You come see the Zoobs and I. We're doing a call-in show. You want to have your voice heard about All Out? You come on back here. We're going to be reviewing the whole show with you. Calls and all going late night. And the Monday's a holiday. You don't even call them sick to work or anything. Pour yourself a coffee. Go all night with AA Double Dudes. That's going to be our all out weekend. I wasn't going to announce this yet either. This is going to be out on our Twitter. But if you're still here, you're really hanging out. Our first merch drop of 2022 comes out next Wednesday uh, during AA Double Dudes. We will have the link. We'll be showing you our T. Well, I won't even say what the merch is because there's a sort of things. Our next merch drop, some of it done by Exploder Tees, who if you know anything about wrestling shirts, you know they're the best. That's next Wednesday on Double Dudes, and that'll run for two weeks. They're so good. The shirts are so good. They make me sick how good they are. All Out Week's going to be fun. Eh? Absolutely. Absolutely. And with that, Zoobs, my big brother, you're the greatest. Love and energy. Love and energy, folks. Have a great night, everybody.